This is All the Right Marketing, a publishing podcast by Cardinal Rule Press. Now, here's your host, Maria Desmondi. Welcome to All the Right Marketing, where we talk with business owners and industry leaders about marketing their programs and products. Our guests share tips that help anyone who loves a book, whether you are a librarian, bookseller, author, or publisher. The truth of the matter here is that the advice coming out of these conversations are for creative marketing across industries. Today, I have our guest, Joan Ramirez, and she has spent 25 years in corporate communications and global travel to promote literacy and published photojournalist with award-winning titles. Award-winning titles or award-winning photos? Award-winning titles and photos. Actually, I do have a photograph in a museum as well. Oh my goodness, that is amazing. This is very exciting to have you today on the podcast, Joan. Welcome. Thank you. Can you tell us a little bit about um, your background in photojournalism? I've been doing photography since nine. When God rest her soul, my mother, I had the tallest sunflower in the neighborhood in Raleigh, New Jersey. How many years ago, I won't say, but she got so excited, she called the newspaper. And I took the picture, the photographer took another one, they used mine. And that was the start of my photojournalism career. And that's when I decided I'm going to be a journalist. And I have been going, going strong ever since. I don't do much uh, photojournalism as I'd like because the market has changed, but I do have a photograph. I'm a 9-11 survivor and I had taken a magnificent picture of the sphere in the old World Trade Center and thank God they saved it, but I saved it too and it's in the archival collection of the New York Historical Society. So it's on a rotating basis. I also have photographs uh, online in different mediums. It's a passion. I love it. But one cannot live on passion because love doesn't make the world go round in the real world. In the so real world. I, yes. Yeah. So tell us what, what did you do to start bringing that income? Because I know you are kind of what they say, a jack of many trades. Well, I have six degrees. I have an associate in business. I have an associate in um, marketing. I have a bachelor's in business admin and three masters. So I was working in the job that I loved in the World Trade Center for engineers for many years. And on 9-11, I'm here, thank God. A lot of my beautiful friends aren't, but I had to make a transition. <clears throat> and my husband said to me, you love children. I do. He said, why don't you become a teacher? And I have been privileged for the past eight years to work in English as a second language with beautiful Asian, predominantly Asian children, mainly from Japan, Korea, some from China. And once you have worked with Asian children, they are magnificent. They're little geniuses, polite, you cannot believe. But in tandem with that, I always wanted to fulfill a passion to be an author. So. Last year, I incorporated and I opened up my own business training and development for entrepreneurs, emerging entrepreneurs, and I published the right rules. 
the right rules has gone through several generations only because I am very ethical. And I wrote a handbook to go along with a monthly writing and communications training course when I was an engine working with engineers and architects and corporate. But that was separate. And I sat down and I thought, what can I do for entrepreneurs? And since so many talented people from all over the world are coming to the United States, I thought, gee, why not incorporate English as a second language with the ability to give verbal and written presentations? And the book is good. It's helped a lot of people. As a matter of fact, when I was teaching a darling little Chinese girl many years ago uh, at the associate's level, she got so excited that I'd helped her to improve her English. She went back to China and she opened up a law firm. So I know that I have helped a lot of people. Now, my, my children, and I have 125, I've been very busy. I love them to pieces, but they are now in middle school and they don't need me as much as they did. So I have branched out into this business and it's very rewarding. And I invite you and anyone listening to subscribe to my free newsletter on my website. It's a very, very, very informative newsletter. It's practical. And it gives hints every month. And I think it really will help the emerging entrepreneur. So you're really scary thing going. Absolutely. So you're really supporting entrepreneurs and helping them in the space of their business. Is is that what I'm hearing? Yes. Yes. So you don't just have a book out, but you also you're using the book as one of your marketing strategies, really. Right. So you're working with clients. And one of the ways that you're doing that is you're using the book to, um, you know, share that information. So in what other ways are you reaching out to the entrepreneurial community to, um, you know, share your services, share your book, and what other ways are you connecting with that community? I am affiliated with several organizations. A few of them are for women, but for the most part, I have been speaking to people that are responding to me from my website, uh, jlregen, R-E-G-E-N, enterprises.com. People Some people are in various stages of making a decision. It takes a lot of courage to go out on your own. It's not something that you do willy-nilly. And when I speak to the women's organizations, a lot of them, they're in transit. But I've also spoken to, from my five of my six alma maters, I've been speaking to them. And I've also been branching out to do things overseas because well, right now, not in Vietnam, uh, but I have spoken to quite a few European-based organizations because I speak French, I speak Spanish, I speak a smattering of Japanese. Of course, I don't speak it as well as my students do, but I'm constantly being asked when I do my Zoom webinars, what do you offer? What is current? Which is why I strongly urge looking at my newsletter because that really keeps people on top. And I'm also of the game. I'm also very proud to say 
that I have spoken to some educational associations, one in particular, where I empowered young people. Long before the pandemic, I spoke in Harlem, uh, as you know, up in New York, to a group of enterprising young women. It was uh, a largely Hispanic group. And I'm very proud of that because my husband is Hispanic. He's Puerto Rican and he got his bachelor's and master's on scholarship from NYU. So these young ladies needed encouragement. And when I told them that, and also I was a year on scholarship at one of my alma maters. So I've been reaching out to young people. I don't discriminate. Any age, anyone who wants to come to me from uh, from five to 100, you want to open up a little newsstand, that's fine too. But I've been encouraging young people to follow their dreams. And a lot of young people don't need to go to college. College is not for everyone. I love to hear that. I love hearing that. I'm on board with that right there. There are a lot of Horatio Algiers that, especially in the Asian community, who have made a fortune with their businesses. I have a lot of degrees because as a journalist in corporate, my husband's an engineer. For those, yes, you need a set of credentials and many licenses, which we both have. But there are, in, in this age, women can do anything. And lady never reveals her age and I'm the ultimate lady. But when I was growing up, you could be a teacher, you could be a nurse, end of story. Today, it's wonderful. Women can do anything, anything at all. And to say to someone young, oh, without a college degree, you're not going to go anywhere. There are a lot of people who just can't put their nose to the grindstone to get that bachelor's degree. Maybe they'll get an associate's degree, but maybe they're brilliant technicians. Maybe they're brilliant plumbers. My goodness, what they charge, what my plumber charged me, I gulped. But the bottom line is there are so many people. I don't know whether she has a bachelor's or not. I'm a Lady Gaga fan. I adore her. She's brilliant. And I don't know whether she, I know she has training. I know she's brilliant. I'm sure she has, uh, I think she's from Juilliard, wherever. But she really furthered her career. I don't think that she has all the sheepskins lining the wall, but she has the talent. If you're in the entertainment industry, I would say go for it. Uh, there's just so many things that you can do today. Yeah. And what I'm, yes. yeah. and what I'm hearing is that a, a large way that you really promote your book and your services is through organizations and really connecting with the different organizations. And that's actually, Joe, and how you and I met. We were on a webinar together and um, with the bedside reading. Isn't that how we got connected? Oh, the lovely lady who runs that. Oh. I have a terrible head cold. I was in the freezing classroom on Friday and I caught a very bad chill. She, I spoke to her, the person who was in charge of that. She's darling and she was very encouraging to me. And uh, right now I don't have the books that fit 
with her needs for her institutions, her venues, but she was very encouraging. I'm working on a series of historical novels, suspense, and they will take place starting in Paris, occupied, in occupied Paris in World War II. And she and I were very excited about that. But I just found that to be a fun organization to even just look at. Absolutely. Affiliated with. Now, if you write these historical fiction books, will you then create a second entity of your business? Because I think, you know, you'll be speaking to two different audiences. What do you think about that? Absolutely. Absolutely. As it is now, it's really wild because I went to a ballet performance on Saturday and I was jumping up and down and you're looking at someone who's been going and been doing ballet since I'm two, been going to ballet performances since I'm three. And it's been so long because everything's been canceled with COVID. So I, I met my husband for dinner and he said, why are you so excited? You've been doing this all your life. On the bus going up to Lincoln Center. I met a beautiful Asian lady and we got to talking and we both have backgrounds in teachers college. And she said that she wants to open her own business. She doesn't know anything about business. And I very calmly and no pressure gave her my card. I do hope she contacts me, but you never know what life and fate will bring. Yeah. That's, and this was an encounter yeah. with some. That's a really great point that you just have to always be open to talking with people and sharing your expertise. And wow, that's wonderful. Well, this, do you have any last thoughts that you would like to share with our listeners? Our listeners are, you know, listening to your marketing advice. And I think the biggest thing that I'm taking away is that you, you're really well connected to organizations and that's where you do your speaking. And that's how people find out about your book and your um, consulting. And we will make sure that all of your links that you sent over for your social media and for your website in your newsletter are in the show notes. Well, I want to take away three things. Ask yourself what's holding you back from starting your own company, because that's a very, very important question. What do you really want to do with all of your business expertise? And what is the right industry for you? Don't do something because you feel it will enhance your bank account. Because I made that mistake many years ago. Now I do what I feel is my passion. Go with your passion and your passion will reward you. For me, everything I do has to have something for children and it also has to have something for readers. But that's the way I feel. I feel that you have to be happy. You have to make yourself happy and have inner peace before you can present yourself to the world. Oh, that's wonderful, Joan. Thank you so much for being on the podcast today. Listeners, you will know where to find Joan by looking in the show notes. We look forward to our next interview that will air next Tuesday, every Tuesday, everyone. Until then, think outside the box and don't be afraid to reach your audience in new and creative ways. Thank you, Joan. Thank you, Maria. It was lovely talking to you. Stay safe. Cardinal Rule Press offers a variety of support to authors, booksellers, librarians, and families. Find out more 
at cardinalrulepress.com. 